Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and the Times Festival of Reading on Saturday, November 11th. The festival brings authors writing about today's compelling topics and most read fiction for discussions about their books. This year, the Times Festival of Reading will be at the Palladium in St. Petersburg. More information at festivalofreading.com. That's one word, festivalofreading.com. Tune to your non-commercial radio station, WMNF 88.5 FM. This is the public affairs program called Community Speaks. And I'll be looking for your telephone calls and emails as well. Uh, Irene stands ready to take your calls so that we can talk about what's happening in the world. There's a lot happening right now. Uh, we know that there was a deadly shootings uh, in this country, most lately... The latest one in Maine, but that was one here at Ebor City, as a matter of fact, over the weekend. And the governor of Florida, of course, who has been very pro-gun, got a little flustered when he was asked about gun violence in this state. And uh, he didn't want to answer the question. Uh, he tried to demure to the rise in COVID cases as being uh, as gun crime cases has been attributed to the rise in COVID. And speaking of which, there are, uh, there was some, has been a lot of rise in COVID cases in this state, but the state was underreporting it until about a month ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago, where the courts said that the state must release the true numbers of COVID cases in this state. And so we'll, we could talk a little bit about that and what the Surgeon General's the latest outrage that he's saying that vaccines are anti-human. That's what we have in the state of Florida. Uh, also, there's been some tentative agreement by the United Auto Workers with Stellantis and last week there was some tentative agreement with Ford and hopefully they are going to get a fair contract and bring it in to some of these strikes, but the United Airlines flight attendants are striking, included here in Tampa International Airport. Uh, the United, the company United, have flight attendants and uh, striking in just about every hub that they're in in an airport. So we could talk a little more about what is being happening, what's been happening there, and what the demands are. But you are tuned to Community Speaks, and this is your opportunity to weigh in on what is happening. We can talk about uh, all of these issues and more. So keep it tuned as we delve into all of these issues. There has been an arrest for the violence in Ybor City. A man has been arrested. Uh, 18 people were injured. Some of the mainstream media are calling it a mass shooting, but I doubt that it really attributes to that except the fact that there were 18 people who were injured uh, apparently there were two people who were killed uh, during the shooting in Ebor City just as the clubs were closing over the weekend at 3 a.m. you know this is moving into the Halloween weekend and so there are a lot of people out and about doing what they do for fun over 
this particular weekend. And uh, so people are getting together, getting out and about, and gun violence continues to be an issue, and uh, as well as COVID. But it makes it not, uh, make you not want to go out and be out and about. And especially when it comes to the gun violence, and there's been a lot of that. In this country, we've gotten so used to it that we don't really pay too much attention to the the lives that are involved. Uh, but between Maine and Ybor City, there's been these shootings, and we've seen over 500 shootings in this year alone occur in this country. And this is a, a particularly American problem because of this uh, religious uh, clinging to the Second Amendment, and as so, as such, a lot of people misunderstood, misunderstand the Second Amendment, and there are a lot of people walking around feeling like they need a gun just because they need protection, even though there's never been an attempt on their lives. There's their lives don't consist of everyday violence, but yet people, especially young people, feel the need to be armed. And I think that's a cultural anomaly that's being promulgated in this country, especially by Second Amendment uh, people. And uh, it seems like the Second Amendment is the most and only amendment that they pay attention to, even though it's, it's very misunderstood. And there are a lot of people who just see, especially young people, see it as cool and as as uh, a way of feeling drunk with power walking around and sometimes start an argument. And apparently that's what happened in Ebor. These were just two groups of people who had beef with one another. This wasn't some lone wolf as in the case of what happened in Maine where this guy just goes off. Uh, and he, the one in Maine, uh, was a gun expert. So the last thing you would expect someone who's a gun expert and an instructor and have a military background is to be so irresponsible in public with a firearm, with an uh, AR. I think he had an AR-10, but it's only because, you know, it's still an assault rifle. Only difference is you can uh, reconfigure it and add things to it, take things away from it. Uh, but it's still an assault rifle, and we can't even come to any kind of understanding politically in this country, especially the powers that be in Congress, because of the the money from the National Rifle Association uh, and the need to use every shooting as a excuse or as a reason to push people to the gun stores uh, to purchase more guns. And one of the guns in Ebor City, I, I was under the understanding that one of those guns were stolen. And so that's another issue. People who are very much Second Amendment advocates uh, put that sticker on their car and that makes your car a target for uh, someone who wants to steal a gun. And oftentimes these kids are targeting such cars with stickers on them and usually finding the guns because these gun nut, these Second Amendment advocates are very irresponsible with their guns, hiding it in their cars or just storing it in their cars and not really uh, keeping it uh, secure. So this is part of the reality right now that these kids have figured you out and are stealing your guns and you because you're very irresponsible and then they become 
uh, part of a shooting. Uh, but people who are supposed to be responsible people, such as the gun expert in Maine, going off, killing as many people as he possibly could, and then killing himself, being the coward that he is and was. 813-239-9663. If you have something to add on the issue of guns and what we're going to do about this violence in this country that seems to be very much a part of the culture of the United States, but a governor can't use uh, COVID as an excuse as to why gun numbers, violence, gun violence is going up in this state, and then at the same time use the Surgeon General to prevent people from uh, getting vaccinated, treating the COVID, the very COVID that he tries to use as an excuse for the rise in gun violence. Uh, but he, the governor, got very fr- flustered when a reporter asked him about the crime rate, and he says that the crime rate is at a 50-year low, and our violent crime rate is down 30% since he's been governor, uh, but the governor was uh, actually, statistically speaking, was not, was the CDC says the firearm mortality rate is actually higher under this administration, and it was under, it was more, it's higher than it was under Rick Scott's administration, which is hard to believe, but it it speaks to the rise in culture of violence in this state that has been promulgated politically at the national and, and at the level, this level, at the state level, in a MAGA state like Florida. And But I do want to hear from you. I know there's a lot going on in the world that you want to talk about. And, you know, we want to get a greater understanding of what's going on with you guys as we look at what is happening, especially on the question of violence in this country. But of course, there's violence on the globe as well. And it's causing a lot of consternation with a lot of people. But uh, to the extent that that is going to change or is being uh, utilized as a distraction, because, you know, we see that the invasion of Ukraine was something that the world rallied around, but there are a lot of people who are on the right in a lot of these countries that are ruled from the right do not want war, do not want to uh, teach Vladimir Putin a lesson and stop him from doing the things that he's doing. But Vladimir Putin is playing the world for fools and keeping the world as distracted as possible from the things that he's wanting to to accomplish in Ukraine. Uh, in terms of taking over. And I think that there's an expansionism with him. He wants to go even further. We, we're seeing Russian troops in on the, on Finland. And uh, there's always an interest in getting close to a place where you could frustrate the West. And that is exactly what is happening right now. And we're also seeing that the belligerents in the Middle East are going to Russia to hide behind Russia to get that friendly support from Russia to continue to do what it is doing, even though there was a great momentum towards more greater peace and greater understanding, especially between Arab nations and Israel in the Middle East. Uh, That's probably going to be off the table for now. There was economic, uh, economic corridor being planned. 
that was going to empower India in the Middle East uh, and pivot the United States, moving more of its troops out and pivoting towards Asia. So that's probably going to be uh, off the table for a little while longer uh, as the violence continues in the Middle East. But hopefully cooler heads and, and more importantly, uh, adults in the room will continue to put things back on track, which is why I'm glad to see that we have an older president who understands the world, understands what is happening, has happened historically, and is not just feeling around for something that's going to empower just him, such as we've seen in presidents from the other side. But we're we're, going to continue to look at what is happening internationally, but we want to focus on what is happening nationally here in this country in terms of violence and in terms of of the continued irresponsibility of the use of guns and the continued irresponsibility on the part of those who are empowered, especially in this state, when it comes to public health. 813-239-9663. You can also write me, DJ, at WMNF.org. And, of course... I still need your help. You could go online and uh, give us some support. Give me some support for Community Speaks. That would certainly be helpful. You could also do that by going to WNF.org and hitting the donate button so we can continue to have these kinds of discussions on this extended hour before we get back to the music here on WNF. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. As we go to the telephone line so that we can see what uh, Avri- Avriel in Gulfport is saying uh, has to add to the discussion here in the world, here on WNF, here on Hello. Community Speaks. Go ahead. From Gulfport. Yeah, hi. Hi. Yeah, I was in Brunswick, Maine last week when all this took place. Oh, really? As a, just as a side comment, I, everything was locked down. You couldn't get in and out of buildings. And uh, at the same time, if you went to the park, everyone was sitting on the park benches. That's <laughs> just a, a side comment on it. But as I was leaving town, I saw two large tent encampments. And, um, well, actually, going back to the gun thing, you know, Australia has solved this. There are solutions to this gun violence. Mm-hmm. But then I saw this huge, these two huge homeless encampments. We're talking up where it's cold. And it just dawned on me, you know, we need to start having a conversation of whether our government is actually failing us or, or doing what we need. I just find it failing in many places, and that was my comment on this issue. Yeah, but a huge homeless encampment. It's a sort of tent city out there. But uh, what what do you think uh, people can do or should do about, like, the, the type shooter that we saw? I mean, this guy was supposed to be a responsible gun expert, and he's using I, it I in I truly don't have an answer for it, but, you know, when this happened in Australia, after the first one, they outlawed all assault rifles and collected them. And mm-hmm. they've not had an assault. They've not had another killing like this. I don't know, you know, what we can do. I mean, that's something that has been done and has worked. Yeah, it sounds right. That's what we have to do. But uh, there are responsible ways to stop this. And it's not just having more mental health counselors. That's right. Especially if you're just going to ignore because this guy obviously was flagged and he was still able to buy that gun. Yeah. Uh, well, there's different laws up there that made it harder to find him than it would have been here. But um, still, you know, we can't be having these kind of shootings. It's, 
It's too much. Uh, that's, that's my comment. I appreciate it. I have all the good comments, but on a different show. All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling from Gulfport. John from Sarasota, eager to talk to you. John, you say what? What's going on? Mobili, you there? Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, I know. I just got a couple questions for you. Uh, what What is your definition of a, an assault rifle? Because in the Congress and stuff like that, they can't seem to figure that part of it out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it's something that's a weapon of war. It's something that, that you know, there's huge magazines that can shoot by at least, what, 10, 20, 15 bullets by just pulling the trigger once. Well, I've got a semi-automatic shotgun that I hunt with that holds five rounds. Is that an assault rifle? Well, I guess it or could be used as one, but... Gun? It could also be used for hunting. I mean, I guess so. If you're a hunter, that would be your reason for using a five-round shotgun. But, you know, we're not talking about hunters. We're not talking so about people I, who hunt for, for animals. Like I said, they can't even get the straight definition in Congress, Senate, whatever, to try to outlaw or put regulations mm-hmm. on what even an assault rifle is. And I think and, that's and, because and, there's no political will to put a definition on it. It's just to confuse the issue. No, they just don't care. They don't (laughs) care, man. I can tell you that. The other thing is, okay, where did you get your statistics about people with NRA stickers on their cars getting their guns stolen out of them? Oh, well, that's just mainstream. That's mainstream coverage. These young people, uh, well, we could go to Polk County and talk to... Sheriff Grady Judge and Judd, and that's what he was saying that these young people, I guess maybe maybe because of his investigation, talking to them once they were arrested, they said they were actually focusing on cars that had NRA stickers, and they were nine times out of ten lucky to find a gun in those cars. Yeah, but I mean, people break into houses all the time and steal guns. I would say True. that would be more of a more of a thing than an NRA sticker. Because I know a lot of people that are in the NRA. I'm not. I really don't believe in them. And I think it's a big money deal, you know, with with all their, um, just with everything and politics and stuff like that. And I I think, like you said, they got so much money and stuff like that. Nothing will ever change. But it's just got to be responsible people. I don't leave Mm -hmm. my gun in my car. And I got a concealed weapons permit. I mean, anybody with a brain wouldn't do that. Right. Well, yeah, that's what I would people, think, too. But, but then another thing, people leave their cars unlocked. I mean, <laughs> it yeah. just doesn't make any sense. Right. You know, people just don't think. They, they just don't think. They don't think it's going to happen to them or whatever. Uh, you know, that's that's just the way it is. They need to take you know? the gun in the house because it's, it's, a little e- it's a little easier to burglarize a car than a house because even if you're not home, they still have to look around and still don't have enough time to find the gun that they're looking no, no, for. No, if they get in my house, too, and if I'm in my house and they're coming in my house, they probably won't make it out of it. That's me. right, which is why it's, that's, it's harder. That's, that's <laughs> take your I gun in home. I my car, so when I come outside, they got the gun on me and say, hey, man, uh, sorry, give me your wallet and whatever else you got. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I like I said, it, it, it's been that way for a long time. The only the only reason you hear about this stuff now, twenty years ago, you didn't hear about it because there weren't cell phones, the newspapers weren't like they were, Facebook wasn't like it was, social media wasn't like it was. That's why you didn't hear about. It. Yeah, but and it wasn't just that every day. That might be true, but we certainly didn't have mass shootings. 30 years I mean, ago. Yeah, they had some. They, they had some, not this many. 
This is a lot. No, no, they probably don't have as many as they do now. And, uh, you know, nobody will never understand why people do what they do. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know why the guy killed all the people in name. You know? No. Uh, it's because he could. He had the tool to do it. If, yeah, yeah, that may be true. But, like, for some kind of reason, you, you know, would I, hope. I, I don't want to walk around killing people. And I've got plenty of guns. Right. You know, it, I just don't. Uh, you can't. It doesn't take many people to be, many irresponsible people to do as much damage. No, they, you know, it's like one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of stupid people in the world, and that's the way it's always going to be, and things are always going to happen, and it's not always going to be good. And it's, a, it's sad to say that that's just the way it is. Yeah, it just needs to be, if you're not going to take away the guns like the, the callers said they do in Australia, then you need you need to be a little bit stricter with people who are irresponsible with guns. Exactly. Yeah, well, you know, okay, I'll tell you a perfect story, and I'm not even going to mention names. When, when uh, DeSantis said you can get a concealed weapon from it, you, know, you don't even need one. You can just do whatever you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Carry, do whatever. Well, a friend of mine, like I said, I won't mention no names. His son's on heroin and shot himself in the foot. Now, you want somebody like that to have a gun. You know, that's what I'm saying. It makes no sense at all. What he was thinking, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, you know, he, he probably didn't even know what he was thinking. <laughs> probably not. Stuff he does, nobody knows what he's thinking. Right, and that's the problem. He's a problem. He's an absolute idiot, but people voted him in. Yeah, well, I'm hoping people and have... And that's the other problem is people don't vote. That's true. Or, you know, and, and that's an absolute shame. Yeah, yeah, people have been discouraged. Say, say it won't make a difference. Well, one vote won't, but a million will. Yeah, but then he arrested those who had records that tried to vote. Well, you never know about that. He discouraged people. That's all it was intended to do. And, of course, yeah. The, yeah. so we, he's a problem. He's an anti-democratic problem. Uh, they're just problems in general, you know. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know what the, the only answer I can tell you about not being able to vote from being a felon, don't go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can tell you. I'm 66 years old. I've never been in jail in my life. Well, that's wonderful. And I have broken some laws, but I've never been <laughs> to jail. And okay, you didn't get have. caught. We all have. I just never got caught, but I've never been <laughs> to jail. So, you know, maybe yeah. I've been lucky. I don't know. All right. You know, but I'm just saying, don't go to jail. You won't be a felon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Really, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, John, from Sarasota. Okay, man. Have a good day. You too. And we're going to go real quick to Mark in Spring Hill. Mark, what are you saying? <laughs> Are you strapped down? Yes, sir. Because, as the movie says, put your seatbelt on. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Yep. Um, I had the the previous caller. Uh, at first, it was like, but he turned out to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this ding dong. This, I got to keep it clean because <laughs> I'm sailor t- through and through. Okay. Um, for someone that was an officer in the United States Navy, he is a disgrace to the uniform, a disgrace to the country. He's not a patriot. 
All it, he is is just a a short statured big mouth bully. He wants to be like his daddy. The real ding dong. Okay, who are you talking about? The tea daddy. The tea daddy. God, I hate using the word Trump. God. Okay, <laughs> okay, I, I get you. My mouth out now. I understand. Because I don't use that name. Because, but they call him the Orange Lantern. I don't know. Yeah, this governor, you know, that he, he should burn his uniform, burn everything that has to do. You know, he's a total disgrace. You know, and and to have free open guns. What is this, the wild, wild west? Hmm. It must be what he's he wants. It's going on in his mind. Yeah. Militia, you know. Mm-hmm. Once, you know, oh, and, you know, his mama or daddy dropped him on his head way too many times. Hmm. Way too many times. You know, he's, you know, and just, the the whole thing about public health, especially when you tack that on to his ideas about guns and concealed weapons, you know, this is a very irresponsible yeah. person. I have a concealed permit. You know, you know, I, yeah, I got guns, you know, and, you know, and I'm not going around, you know, but when the last caller said there's not as many mass shootings as there was before, Hell, what? There's been 10, 30, 40, 50 fold more. Because mm-hmm. it was, because you hear once a week there's a mass shooting. You know, you know, mass shooting is more than three, right. more than two. No, more than three. Yeah, that's a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and they were just. But it was going left and right, left and right, left and right. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. This world is coming to, like, and we're the only country. We're the only, you know, go between that and healthcare. You know, hmm. we're the only ones that, you know, have a healthcare uh, system like this. Yeah, and this is supposed to be an advanced economy. You would expect people can be taken <laughs> care of if they power. need to be. Mm-hmm. Or the world power, yeah. And they, Sometimes, you know, I'm a true patriotic. I'm a patriot. You know, I'm. I served. You know, I'm a. You know, disabled vet. You know, and you know, and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and but you know, really, you know, if you don't like it, get the f out. Well, it sounds like. Somebody needs to get that message to this governor because they, they, he's there's so much of the common good that he doesn't like and is trying purposely yeah. to change it. They're going to have a special session to uh, help him out. What is this? Nazism? Hmm. God. Sounds like to me. Well, this is like war. This is just like you know, 1939, you know, the invasion of Poland, you know. And yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that because, you know, sometimes I think 
it's purposeful. They there's a there is a uh, element in this country, political element, that wants to go backwards. Yeah, and not to change the subject, but I was talking to, to a young person not too long ago, and I asked about you know MacArthur says I shall return. Had no idea. I says has no idea who MacArthur is. Who you know the Philippines. Um, you know. They start history, get this, at Plymouth Rock. They call it Mayflower. Right. Shameful. Don't get me going. Shameful. Hey, Mark, I feel you, man. I know, I know, I know. Hey, thank you for your call, Mark. I appreciate the time, my friend. Certainly. Have a good one. WMNF and Living Mirror Playback Theater will host a monthly community talkback and improv show live here in the WMNF studios, 7 p.m. on the fourth Friday of every month. The event will be based on our monthly mission calendar, covering topics such as economic justice, environmental issues, and more. We invite community activists and interested listeners to come and share their thoughts and experiences. Then Living Mirror will play back those stories using improv techniques. It'll be a compelling evening of community sharing and improv theater, but space in our studio is limited. So go online to wmf.org backslash events to reserve your seat. This is Community Speaks here on WMF Radio 88.5 FM. I'm your host, Patro Mobili, talking about the world, specifically gun violence in this country, in this city, in this state, in a, a political element in the guise of a governor and his party that seems to be asleep at the wheel when it comes to the issues of public health, which includes gun violence and, of course, pandemics. Uh, We had one such political in this state by the name of John, uh, rather, Joe Harding. He sponsored the Don't Say Gay Law. And now he must serve four months for claiming $150,000 in COVID relief funds. So he's a fraud. He's a fraud. But he was in the state government. His name, again, Joe Harding, who's going to prison. This is the guy who's wrote the law. Nickname, don't say gay. Uh, he uh, was a former Republican representative. He faced a maximum sentence of 20 years, but was sentenced to four months in federal prison and uh, he will have two years of supervised release when he gets out he pleaded guilty in March to several charges including wire fraud for fraudulently collecting $150,000 in pandemic relief funds earmarked for small businesses his brother-in-law Patrick Walsh he was sentenced to more than five years in prison for a separate scheme to obtain small business funds during the COVID-19 pandemic, according to the Justice Department. These people are just simply corrupt. Corrupt. Whether you're talking from the federal, you got in 45, President number 45, taking documents home and showing them to any and everybody who comes to Mar-a-Lago. And it seems to be no accident that one of the 
nuclear power submarines was in some of those classified documents. Uh, some Israeli uh, hardware was in those documents. And he, 45, was sharing them. It makes no sense for to do that, but it now makes plenty sense to see that the uh, that Israel and Hamas is at war after that document release. Of course, we just found out about who all was privy to this uh, classified document just the day before Hamas attacked Israel. So, irresponsible and corrupt people in this country, especially on the right, in that party that's trying to tell everybody else what to do, how to live, what names to call yourselves, what nicknames to have. They, they fomenting culture war in this country, and yet people like Joe Harding are just thieves, corrupt thieves. So he lucked out by pleading guilty. He's only going to do four months, but he could have got 20 years. And his brother-in-law doing something similar is going to get, what, five years so they received, fraudulently received $5 million in pandemic-related aid, while at the same time telling everybody, you got a surgeon general in Florida telling people vaccines are anti-human. I don't know what is wrong with these people. I really don't. But maybe you can tell me, 813-239-9663 is the number to call. This is Community Speaks. So I want to hear from the community on the state of this state, the state of the world in terms of gun violence especially but just the corruption the basic corruption that is going on and how workers are trying to empower themselves in the face of all of this profit taking and thievery I'm reminding you that the United Auto Workers were on strikes but also the United Airlines flight attendants have also been picketing for higher pay, including right here at Tampa International Air- Airport. So I want to hear from you. You could also write me, DJ at 813. I'm sorry, DJ at WNF.org. You can call me at 813-239-9663 if you want to join in a discussion. Tomorrow, Sean Canan, our public news and public affairs director, uh, on Tuesday Cafe, he'll be getting the latest information about a possible leak at a Polk County phosphorus gypsum stack owned by Mosaic. So we tune in at 10 o'clock in the morning, Tuesday morning, here on 88.5. But right now, I want to talk to you here on Community Speaks in the last few minutes that we have here on the air with you. I'm going to go to Russell, see what Russell have to say out of Tampa. Go ahead, Russell. You say what here on Community Speaks? Russell, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mabila, how are you? Good. I, I guess we could have Andrew Gillum as governor, but he's in jail, isn't he? The, no. Andrew Gillum beat that case. He was found not guilty of fraud. Uh, so he should run again. But, of course, he'll come be, be victimized by the culture wars because he did come out as bisexual after they tried to they tried him on that, that uh, incident. But, no. He did not go to jail. He beat that charge. Okay. Pretty upstanding guy. So what can you say? I mean, it's Ron DeSantis or him. Yeah. Oh. We, we here, don't we? Yeah, but I like 
Gill him. So I hope he tries to run again. Okay. Thank one you. more thing on, mm-hmm. on the gun thing. Mm-hmm. You seem to blame everybody but the perp. Well, what do you mean? Oh, it's the right wing. It's Ron DeSantis. I'm talking about what you're going to do about it. Of course you blame the perp. <laughs> they shot the gun. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I understand that line. I'm just saying people need to be responsible with the power that they have, and they're not. They're just letting things and making things worse with the concealed weapons stuff and all of that. You know, it's like you can't give, you can't keep giving political, uh, you can't keep giving political cover for these perpetrators, and that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, but every time you blame somebody other than the perp, you're just letting the perp know it's not their fault. No, I'm not. I'm trying to tell the, the country they need to do something about it. This is a, a particularly American problem with 500 some odd shootings in just 2023 alone. You know, you can't say that I'm trying to blame everybody but the perp. People need to do something. People need to get up and use their power to do something, not make it easier for the perp. That's what they're doing. Look at what happened to Trayvon Martin. He, he went over backwards for his killer. Because he was a he he was a fake cop who claims he was a he was a neighborhood association president and he wasn't on duty in that particular point in time. It was raining that night. If anything, you should have gave somebody in the neighborhood a teenager a ride, not go and chase him down with a gun, and then tried to give him cover in court. You know, the, the right wing came to his defense. Zimmerman's a defense. So come on, man. Listen, I'm not trying to give the perp. I'm saying that. The people who are in power are giving the perpetrators an easy time. No, it's very simple. Don't go kill anybody. Yeah, it is simple. It's very simple. You're right about that. That we can agree on. Right? We can agree on that. Thank you, Russell, for your call. We've got to take some more callers. 813-239-9663. Running out of time here. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Try to call back. I accidentally got rid of that last call. Thank you. Sorry about that. But We're going to go to Tim Seminole. Tim and Seminole, and see what Tim has to add to this conversation. Tim, you're on. Hey, you know, um, I'm an ex-Marine, and uh, I have a concealed weapons permit, but I'm totally in favor of gun control. And uh, I feel like the problems that we have in our country with the gun violence is because totally, I mean, I agree with you, that totally the NRA uh, flooding the representatives with Tons and tons of money. Mm-hmm. And 85% of American public, something like that, supports gun control, but we can't get it. Nah. Uh, so that's how you know that you know the system is broken. And it's money in politics. That's the root of the problem. That's the root of it. Yeah. But we're also seeing that, you know, there are newer ways because the manufacturers, now you can manufacture your own gun, apparently, with <laughs> 3D printing. I don't even know how that works, but apparently that's another way of doing it and it's unregulated. Printer to be able to do that, believe me. I'm sorry? I, can, you know, I see you have to have a very expensive printer to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's much cheaper just buy, <laughs> buy a yeah. gun, buy, probably 10 times cheaper to buy a gun. And, and it's that that's also a problem, right? Because what do you say this guy in Maine probably went to a gun store who had, even though he had been flagged, this uh, gun store owner most likely just identified with him and sold him the gun. So you have that. Or you have straw buyers where you send somebody else in to buy the gun. Yeah, I was in a gun store not too long ago, and uh, just looking around, they had uh, AR-15s 
for under a thousand bucks. We're talking about like seven, eight hundred bucks for uh, an AR-15. Crazy, you know. I carried an M16 in the Marine Corps, and those things are very deadly. They're intended to, you know. Yeah. Uh, they used to call the Thompson machine gun the trench sweeper because you could just, you know, sweep a whole trench full of people mm. with one magazine. Same thing. M- M16's even worse. And the AR-15, all you got to do is just pull the trigger as many times as you want, up to 30 times. And, uh, you know, that's insane that they let people have. I mean, I understand it's fun to shoot those. I love shooting an, M- an M16 or AR-15. They're fun to shoot, but they're deadly. And, uh, you know, if at minimum, at minimum, they need to have just like, a you know, a car. You can't drive a car mm-hmm. without a license and insurance. Yeah, so if you want to own an AR-15, you got to get a license and you got to get insurance. Yeah, makes so sense to me. That? Nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> you, uh, Tim, Tim for Congress. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good one. Hey, you by t- the way, I mm-hmm. appreciate how uh, informed you are on all these subjects. It's good to hear. Hey, thank you, Tim. I do my homework. <laughs> you do. Thank you. Okay, take care. You too, Vivian. We want to talk to a lady right now. Vivian, thank you for joining me here on Community Speaks. You say what? Thank you. I wanted to bring up a constitutional amendment that's proposed for 2024. It's amendment to the right to hunt and fish. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a really bad idea. It was written by the National Rifle Association, and they consider it a top priority. So, as usual, it is in favor of people that take those so-called rights too far. Um, we already have the rights to hunt and fish right. in our Constitution and, and controlled or um, regulated by law. But this proposal places the right to hunt and fish among freedom of speech um, and freedom of religion. So, And it also declares it as a public right. Which is, I mean, this is all new. It's precedent setting. Um, and there are lots of implications, negative implications to both private property and wildlife. So it, the proposal would call for it being um, hunting to be the preferred means of responsibly managing and controlling fish and wildlife. This is <sighs> really terrible. It's like they're doing too much. They're going out of their way to, I guess, uh, codified the right to carry with firearms through this right to hunt to fish? Well, or right to, um, for example, if there's a a black bear problem in neighborhoods of Central Florida, which happens, instead of using the right garbage can, they're saying that the the preferred way to manage would be to hunt them. And that's not... That's not the way the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission works currently, mm-hmm. and it's a really bad idea. You put that right. You get put that responsibility in the hands of someone who works for that agency. You call them That's and say, correct. "Come and take care of the bear." Uh, even pythons. We we have python python hunts, but that doesn't mean everybody can just go out there and start shooting. That's that that is that is correct, and. If, if this thing passes, there'll be all sorts of excuses and reasons to basically go against our current laws that protect populations from overfishing. And, you know, there's um, size caps on fishing 
and, you know, take caps on pretty much every species that, that we hunt and fish. So, and it also talks about using traditional methods. Right. And traditional methods could be anything from spear, spear fishing, gill nets, right. <laughs> steel jaw traps, inhumane methods that we have outlawed or we have dis- decided to control because they're a really bad idea. I mean, we've already lost 70% of our wildlife species. Right. And the last thing we need is the NRA telling Floridians how they should be using firearms to hunt. Right. And I, I you know, I, I'm, I wanted to make your listeners aware because it's just there's a no to two uh, movement that is gaining some momentum to make people aware of this um, proposed amendment. The Orlando Sentinel had a an editorial about it last week, which talked about all the things I just did. Is like we don't need it. They're as you have said just in this show earlier. They're going too far. They're pulling the wool over people's eyes. They're making it sound like something they, that it isn't. People aren't trying to take hunters' rights away. People aren't trying to take hunters' guns away. We're just trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, thank you, Vivian, for raising consciousness on that. I just It's one more thing to keep an eye on organizations like the NRA interfering with things that they don't need to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, sticking their nose in. That's right. That's right. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you, Vivian. 813-239-9663. We're going to go to Gary in Clearwater. Gary, you say what? Here on Community Speaks. First, I say good morning. Good morning. Second, I say, um, you know what? Uh, Do we have like over 500 mass shootings this year alone? Um, if I'm correct in that, when the heck are we going to do something about mm. this? Well, every time we have a mass shooting, we talk and talk and talk about it, but nothing gets done. Right. We all need to, you know, when I, when I think about, when, look at all the kids getting slaughtered on the streets. You know what? Mm-hmm. If a bunch of Republican kids would be slaughtered, maybe they would think different. But um, until then, look at all these people on lose their child already, five, six years old. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. We need to get do something. Um, maybe the, the kind of whole country needs to have um, uh, maybe have signs and all that saying that, you know, we need to stop this. And you know what? Very important for everybody to get out and vote, vote, vote. That's right. People that because we we just can't we can't deal with this year after year after year. Right. Something has to be done. Finally. Thank you. Thank you, Gary from Clearwater. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Let's see who's next. We're going to Cal. Talk to Cal in Pinellas County. Go ahead, Cal. You say what here on Community Speaks? Okay. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I think what Tim was saying, he made a good point about the registration and the insurance. I mean, we forced the car industry to make people have insurance and registration in order to have a car. We forced the car industry to make seatbelts. We forced the car industry to have brakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
there's no reason why you shouldn't have to have a, a violent, potentially violent and dangerous tool like a gun and not have it registered and insured and licensing. Mm-hmm. You can't keep your can't keep your driver's license if you don't have a eye exam. That's right. And they stay on top of the cars. I mean, I I was like a week late on on insurance, and they 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 canceled my they they canceled my license. So and insurance. That'll keep a lid on everything. (laughs) I mean, we all accept it's completely rational policy decision to have license registration and insurance on a vehicle. I mean, I can't even buy an old school bus without having a specific license to drive this particular school bus. So in order to have an AR-15, you got to make it at least as hard as it is to get a school bus. <laughs> you would think. And that's, and that's all I got to say, and I thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Kyle, for calling from Pinellas County. I'm going to go and talk to Christina from St. Pete. Go ahead, Christina. You say what? Good morning. Or actually, good afternoon. <laughs> um, thank you for your show, as always. I, I just, uh, you know, as far as the gun control um and better gun laws. And I'm going to bring up Andrew Gillum here because one of your previous callers was really coming across this negative uh, attitude about Andrew Gillum. Andrew Gillum was for gun control. He stood with the Parkland moms. Um, and Andrew mm-hmm. Gillum did a lot of, he, he would have been a wonderful governor. Yeah. You know, he, he sought to expand Medicaid to cover 700,000 people who didn't have access to health care. He supported the removal of Confederate monuments. He wanted to raise uh, Florida's corporate tax rate to 7.75% and then use Mm. the extra funds to support education. He wanted to raise teachers' salaries considerably. So who was the compassionate choice, Mm. right? If we're going to take even logic out of this, who who was the compassionate choice when he was running against DeSantis? And as far as whatever happened in that hotel room, you know, it didn't happen when he was running for office. Right. Didn't happen when he was he, he didn't become our governor. Didn't happen uh, when he was in in a gubernatorial seat. So I'm just and and he was not he was found as you said earlier not guilty right. of lying to the FBI. So I just find it so interesting. I'm going to push the envelope a little bit here. I promise I won't curse, but <laughs> I find it so interesting that we still have a, a collection of a large amount of, of people in this state, and I. I've heard them say it in the streets of downtown St. Pete, where have you, wherever you are. Usually, I'm so sorry to say, Southern Republican white men that still want to, to, to just pull that card. You know, it's over. He, right. he was found not guilty. And at the end of the day, I can tell you right now, <laughs> if he were our governor, we would be a lot safer here. And, you know, I'll keep saying it. We've got three more years to go. And I don't know what this state's going to look like three years from now. Mm. I have no idea. So I just wanted to say that. Thank mm. you so much for your show. Thank you, Christina. And we're going to be watching very closely for the next three years. And bring back Gillum. Go ahead, Jennifer. You say what? <laughs> Hi. Well, I'm just talking about basically the mindset in this country. It's um, Stephen King, the author said that we have an addiction to guns and I've always thought that it's just like people you take away my gun oh my god I'm going to die I mean there's magazines out there garden and guns god and guns oh, I mean, god. it's it's a sickness and and you look at any other country in the world and we have over 600 mass shootings already this year we by far have the worst mm-hmm. record in that and we also are the largest world's largest weapons manufacturers 
which then we support wars. It's just, I mean, it's like a, it's such a, a sickness in our society and it's, it's a disconnect. And then they have, you know, there's people that like, oh, I, I can agree. Yeah, it is mental illness. And a lot of the mental illness comes from ex-military because they were in the war and that made them mentally ill by what they had to do, shooting people, innocent people, finding out that they're in a war for oil or, you know, I mean, it's an over, you know, they were misled into the war. It was supposed to be for our freedom. And then they go across the, you know, the, the sea and fight and find out that it really was for economic profit. And I mean, had that been the, the way they, said we're going in for economic profit people might have bought in on a different level but i mean it's it's just it just keeps going and that's why i'm in a party with that's basically green party is like we don't take money from corporations or the nra or any other PAC funds and so if you ever get a chance to elect a green party person and vote for them you should because that's the only way out of the democrats and republicans both buy in there's a few. What is it? 18? Or I'm just asking for a ceasefire in our U.S. Congress. 18 only? I mean, a ceasefire? I mean, we're not talking about let's just let Hamas run loose. We're talking about just stop the killing. With the, you know, over 8,000, 8, um, you know, Gazans are being slaughtered. I mean, they're dead. And we don't know how many are trapped under buildings and they right. can't even hide in a hospital or a, a synagogue or a, you know, or a mosque or anything. You know, they they will get targeted. They get leafleted. That oh, you know, head south and get out of the bombing in the north, and then they bomb the route to the south, and they bomb the south anyway. I mean, yeah. it's, <laughs> this it's is what we're we're supporting in this. It's a sickness that's just following through on individual level. Wow. So I'm just in a party of common sense and good conscience, and I think we need to have that as a model for all. All the political parties. Common sense and good consciousness. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, you know, it's kind of hard to argue with that. Yeah. But I mean, it, you know, you talk, you know, like Andrew Gillum for one thing. And now uh, I, I voted for him because there wasn't a green running. And the point is that sometimes I'll vote for Democrats, but I sometimes I just have to hold my nose and vote for them. <laughs> and sometimes I'm sorry, and you know, but I usually vote green when I can, and so or I do. And, and the point is that. These, you know, they, they get in and and it's it's through money. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's whoever's got the most money and whoever can compete. But I see in my county where I live, there's just, it, I mean, it's on every level, nationally, statewide, and locally. But if you, it, it doesn't matter so much if they spend the money to get elected, to buy our votes, but they also spend the money to make the other person look bad. Yeah, we're out of time, but thank you for that call, Jennifer, and uh, I'm not going to be able to get to any other calls. But this has been a great conversation talking about the violence and 